As the world heads into uncharted territory, business leaders are seeking perspective. The What Now, What Next podcast series features KPMG advisors addressing the issues that are of most concern now and in the near future. Today, I'd like to introduce Shruti Shaw and Lisa Rawls. Shruti and Lisa will spend some time talking with us about how internal audit leaders can help organizations prioritize activities during COVID-19. Shruti and Lisa, as we begin, would you introduce yourselves to our listeners? Absolutely. I'm Shruti Shah, and I'm a partner in our internal audit practice at KPMG. I've been with KPMG for 15 years. I feel like I've grown up with this firm. I love the camaraderie and the professionalism of KPMG, which is why I've been here for so long. And I'm so honored to be able to talk to you about what we're seeing in this really unprecedented environment. Hello, this is Lisa Rawls. I am a partner with KPMG, and I lead our governance, risk, and compliance technology services. I, too, have been with the firm for 15 years. It's one of the many things that Trudy and I have in common. I really help organizations build risk and compliance programs and transform those and digitize those via technology. And I'm honored to be part of KPMG's Women of Risk community. So Shruti and I do a lot of activities to help promote and advance women in the risk profession and happy to share our perspectives today. Lisa and I actually made partner together. So we've been with the firm 15 years and we made partner together. So we've been working on these types of topics together for quite some time. Well, thank you both for being here today. I'm looking forward to what you're going to be able to share with our listeners. Over the past several weeks, COVID-19 has had such a devastating effect on the world. And as businesses are assessing the short and long-term impacts, internal audit leaders have an important role to play in protecting their organizations. Today, we're going to have the chance to talk with you and chat through some practical considerations for leaders as they assess how to best execute their audit plan, how work will be done, and and even how to manage their teams. As we begin, can you share with our listeners what you're seeing in the internal audit space? Absolutely. So when we started on this whole COVID-19 work from home process, the very first things that we did along with many other partners at KPMG were to reach out to our clients, be it chief audit executives, CFOs, other C-level executives to really try to get an understanding about what they were facing. Very quickly, we realized that they were facing a lot of challenges, specifically in the changing over from working in the office to working from home. They faced issues related to changing of controls, changing of process, technology. That was when we realized that internal audit and what the plans looked like when we created them in early 2020 could possibly change. And if we did not evolve with what was happening in the marketplace, that we would not be relevant. And not only that, but we would be tone deaf if we continue doing some of the activities that we had laid out for 2020. So we figured out that we quickly had to regroup and identify those areas where we could not just audit the firms, but actually provide value-added guidance from a third line of defense perspective. Myself, a lot of my clients and I went and had those conversations 
they were saying the big business priorities were changing. They needed to do so much more to digitize their business, or they were going through starting a big transformation. And was this the right time to do that when everybody was working from home and they were preparing more for how do I make sure that I have a workforce that can support us at home? So to Shruti's point, like not only were the audit plans out the window, the, the whole direction of the business was shifting. And so now we're saying, you know, what the heck are we going to do to make sure that we are helping our organization still achieve our new strategic objectives of staying afloat during the global pandemic? Let's turn to people now. In a recent paper your team put together, you wrote, extraordinary times require extraordinary leadership. And you spoke of how important it is that audit leaders reach out to key business leaders and offer their team's assistance. I'd like for you to walk us through how you're seeing people respond during this season. I honestly think that every single person that I've talked to has really stepped up their game. And I think people are digging deep and understanding some of the business problems and really try to address them. For example, at one of my clients, there has been such a shift in the way we work. Work from home is one thing. However, there is an issue with regard to having to take care of school-aged children during this time. So parents are not only working from home, but they're also having to be teachers homeschooling their children. And if they're younger, they have to deal with smaller children and keeping them busy. I am finding very happily that employers are really looking at providing options and providing a lot of support to those individuals and employees that are dealing with multiple situations. So I really think that if you were to look back a year ago, I don't know if employers would have that type of patience, but I think given the times people are rising to the challenge, there's just so much more awareness about the multiple responsibilities that people are facing in this environment. I'm seeing people think about future. Internal audit has traditionally been a very travel-heavy type of organization. If you work for a global company, you have to travel around the world. And that really prevents a lot of qualified people from perhaps taking on roles within internal audit. I'm happy to report that audit leaders and other leaders are looking beyond that and saying, well, maybe there's a different way we can work. Maybe there's a way that we can get qualified people into our organization and not have this two or three week travel requirement, because guess what? We're able to be productive. We're able to have video conferences and it's working and we're able to be just as productive and create value added deliverables in a remote environment. So I'm really hoping that some good comes out of it and maybe we'll see changes from a culture perspective across the industry. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think the collaboration that I have seen and the ability that, to your point, we're working in this virtual new reality with cameras on. And yeah, I see my colleagues and my clients' children, their dogs, their significant others walking around, and that's completely fine. We're all getting by together. And then we're collaborating and sharing ideas and sharing perspectives. And again, as businesses are starting to shift, we're making sure that risk professionals serving in that second and third line, we're really sharing our perspectives to make sure that we're moving into this future with eyes wide open and embracing this business as unusual as it is, the new BAU. 
from what you've just shared, the recent events that have unfolded are serving as an important reminder that audit plans are not static and neither are the ways of accomplishing audit-related work. So, Shruti, your comments about questioning whether there may be different ways that we can work that can be just as productive and create just as much of a value add really stands out to me. What other outcomes are you seeing? So after these conversations, as I mentioned, we had a whole bunch of conversations with senior leaders. We quickly thought that we need to figure out a way to readjust the audit plan. So we got together with a bunch of other KPMG colleagues and we came up with a rapid risk assessment approach. And as anyone in internal audit knows, your internal audit plans start from a risk assessment and it's a long drawn out process and you come together, identify the risks and you develop your audit plan from that. What we thought was because of COVID-19, is there a way to quickly assess areas that we think are changing in process, may have some control gaps, and is there a way to identify those areas in short order so we can then assess whether or not the audit plan still makes sense to do, or should we make attempts to change it and try to be agile in this environment? So what we did was we created this rapid risk assessment approach, and we've been able to present it to our clients. It's actually been pretty successful in identifying areas of processing control changes. And I think what's really beneficial is that internal audit in this particular time in doing this is not just auditing the organization, but really being a partner to the organization to identify those areas which may need additional mitigating activities as we're evolving and really working hand in hand in a really rapid manner so that the business is protected on the control front. We're seeing clients do it in a variety of ways. You can go across all of your processes or be able to identify a few areas that they consider are high risk. For example, one of my clients was really worried because they usually had wire payments through the Treasury Department and those guys had access to the systems from the office. The CFO was seeing a rapid number of email type of approvals occurring for cash outlays. He was really worried about this process. And so he called on us to do a deeper dive on this process to understand what the risks are and how we can close some of those gaps. So that's just an easy example, something that everyone can relate to on what are the types of things we're seeing in the market. That concept of making sure your eyes are open to those risks and being aware because it is a new environment that we're working in so critical to the success of any organization and having your mind attuned to in this new world we're working in, what are those one-off things that could trigger additional risks and additional exposures to us? Really important to be thinking about. The outcomes that I'm really seeing are having organizations leaning into being risk-based and risk-focused as they're going through these various changes. Shruti and Lisa, one of my favorite questions we ask on this series of COVID podcasts is if you can share tips for our listeners. In light of our discussions around the roles and opportunities in front of audit leaders in this season, how can they help their organizations create a culture of resilience that can then best position them for recovery? My big tip here is we are all in this together. Be open 
and honest with one another. You do have to be flexible. And the resiliency that I have seen, it inspires me and motivates me to make sure that we all do know that we're in this together and we can really support one another. I mentioned the additional collaboration that I've seen. I'm hopeful that that continues and communication is key. Work with your team and make sure that, you know, you are supporting one another and helping us all get through this. We're going to get to the other side and we're going to get there together. Lisa, to your point, I think culture is really important. And I think those firms that have great culture are very resilient. They're able to collaborate and work together. So I think more than ever, if there are ever any firms out there that didn't think that their culture was important, I think this new reality of ours is showing us that culture, tone at the top are just so critical in how your organization responds operationally and financially. There's going to be case studies about this in the future to show like how the relationship between good culture and good practices is really aligned. I'm looking forward to that, and we're seeing that firsthand. What I've heard you saying throughout our time together are things like dig deep and understand business problems and how to address them. I've heard you talk about it's not just auditing the organization, but being a partner to the organization so that you can help protect the business. And then at the end of the day, remembering that we're all in this together. So Shruti and Lisa, thank you for being with us today and sharing your time and insight. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. We'll look forward to bringing you other insights from our KPMG advisors in the next edition of What Now, What Next? In the meantime, you can check out the other podcasts in our series at visit.kpmg.us slash COVID-19.